2: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is up, guys? It is episode 520 of the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Just Kurt here in the studio for the intro. Uh, We actually recorded this episode before this past weekend, the Working Class Bowhunter shoot. Um, Big shout out to you if you came out and supported us. Every year we've done this as a public event. This is the third year of it being public. We've battled bad weather, COVID, economy bullshit, high gas prices, you name it. And the core group of people still shows up and hangs out with us and then continues to party with us afterwards at the after party massive shout out to Galesburg Archery Club for letting us take over their course for the weekend. Shout out to Jigsus Tavern and Alexis, Illinois for letting us come in and just crash the party and do our uh, working class bowhunter, big time wristbands. Massive shout out to big time for title sponsoring and hooking people up with food plot seed and all the goodies. Shout out to all the companies that gave us prizes to hand out to our supporters It's turning into such a beautiful thing, and no matter what happens with the economy or gas or whatever, um, we're going to keep doing it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of went in uh, just being frustrated from everything of, like, just nothing's ever perfect when it works out for people to make it and stuff. I'm like, man, if we don't break this many shooters, uh, an X amount of shooters I had in my head, I was like, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm tired of just dealing with bullshit and you guys came in and blew it out of the water. So we're doing it every year. And uh, I guess just being busy, I kind of, in a way, I lost appreciation for how special that event can be just from the camaraderie of hanging out with so many good people. So next year, uh, playing on the same week, uh, weekend, I guess, we're going to have all that info updated as soon as possible. But it's happening again, and I'm going to work on something to make it a little bigger. So I just want to take a few minutes and just say thanks to everybody who – Supported us. Also, uh, this episode is with Chris J. Chris actually won the uh, thing we just made up. It was the first year ever. The first annual Solo Cup Working Class Hunter Shoot Shootdown. Uh, pretty awesome. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to wait to bullshit about the shoot until the guys get here. I just want to get out my thank yous and all that stuff. So uh, Chris was a shooter, man. It was impressive. Everybody there was uh, putting on a show. Uh, The podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Uh, Big time. Uh, Man, just two great companies. Uh, They're not connected, but I guess through us they are. But uh, both partnered up on the shoot and helped us basically give back to our supporters. So um, Elite Archery, we gave away an elite terrain. Um, I'm shooting the Envision. Uh, My shoulder's still healing up, so I'm going to get ready to start cranking a lot of victory arrows through that unit. And then big time. Big time. Uh, We are getting ready. I'm a little late, but I'm getting ready to drill in with help of Austin, uh, some Big Time Borderline. And if you do not have Borderline yet or want to rush to get it or want to rush to try and get that new seed blend from Big Time called Main Event, for your fall plots, use code wcb twenty twenty two um also huntworth is running a father's day sale it ends the 19th of june um you can save 20 percent on there the code uh just go to our social media for the code but if you don't use that we have a code through huntworth wcb 15 and that'll save you some money i think you get like five percent more if you use that father's day code this week get the fuck on it here actually let me uh let me pull it up that way you have to do the less work i'm here for you you know Code DAD20 at HuntworthGear.com. There you go. Father's Day promo. Also, Scent Crusher. I had to go back and calculate how long we've been partnered with Scent Crusher. We all know him for, in our opinion, the leader in ozone. Uh, We talk about the storage of just the convenience of their bags and closets and stuff like that. As of a couple days of the release of this podcast, Scent Crusher has been acquired by Faradine. It's all over social media now. Um, I'm surprised I haven't got more questions. I've been sent a lot of stuff about it. Um, so, but we're still partnered with them and uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, sort of a bummer, but you know, that's just the way things go, especially in this hunting industry. A lot of things are changing I, a ton on the back, and you hear about so much going on. Um, it's interesting to see where this industry will end up. In five years, you know, who knows? But we're a part of it and we're along for the ride. But, but proud of Scent Crusher, a great company, um, and great people, and hopefully continues to knock it out of the park. Um, loophole optics. Man, we gave away a bunch of loophole performance eyewear. Um, I'm just going to talk about performance eyewear this, this, on this episode. I, do not go anywhere without the performance eyewear. They're awesome. The only pairs of sunglasses that I haven't destroyed because I'm always conscious of where they are because I like them so much. Um, get on there. Check that stuff out. Everyone that I've seen that has a pair or has tried on a pair loves them. Um, I think support loopholes support a hunting brand rather than wearing like some Ray-Bans and not knowing what they support. That's just my angle on it. Uh, maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. Um, also, Camelfire, delete your browser history. That needs to be their slogan. Just because it's easy to buy shit on there. Um, there's always revolving deals. The deals will go on. Like right now, I'm on camelfire.com. Uh, the deals expire in 10 hours and they refresh. They have crispy boots on there right now for 20% off. Two different models of crispies. Um, there are stands and sticks. And I mean, all sorts of goodies accessories, bow hangers phone hangers, um, all sorts of stuff on there. So there's some Sink Crusher stuff on there now, 45% off Sink Crusher gear bag. Um, yeah, there's always different stuff. Uh, ground blinds, all sorts of stuff. So get on camofire.com and check that out. Revolving deals, kind of a cool thing. We always say delete your browser history so your wife doesn't know where you're spending all your hard-earned money. And as you know, you can't kill big bucks if your wife sucks. Shirts drop tomorrow. Just a little Easter egg there for you. And Novix Tree Stands. Did you listen to the last episode we did? Uh, I believe it's 518, Novix Tree Stands. Awesome people. You can see why we work with them. Um, American made products. Just awesome guys. I, I think the people matter just as much as the product. Uh, Novix Tree Stands code WCB22 is the code there. It's good for 200 uses, then it is shut down. And Thermoseat. Thermoseat for us is like one of those I guess American heritage type hunting companies. Um, American made product. They've been around forever. Their product works. I don't think there's any debate on whether it works or not. Uh, if you're running and gunning, you need one of the wedges and uh, it'll, it never hurts to have some replacement seats in your pack for when squirrels chew the shit out of your other seats um, and get a replacement on them. So I'm done a rambling. We'll have a veteran shout out in the mid roll from Doug. Doug's sending in a, a mobile veteran shout out. And thanks for being here. Hope you enjoy this episode.
1: I'm Chase Rolson with RubLine Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Doc On TV.
2: Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline.
3: Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
2: Hey this is Nick Button from Bow Collector.
3: Hey this is Melissa Buckman.
2: Working class bow hunter. Working class, bow hunter. Working, class bow hunter. working class bow hunter podcast. working class Bow Hunter podcast we're here in new windsor illinois we don't ever right. say that anymore new Windsor, Windsor, whatever it is it's new windsor okay. on google steve always used to when steve was like the main idiot um <clears throat> instead of us he would always like say where we were at which yep, is kind of a episode. fun quirk that's like the one thing he did right um <laughs> We are in New Windsor, Illinois. Google says so now. It's a late one tonight, but we're here. It's a late one. We've been working on the studio. Kurt Geyer here. Eric Hammond. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. And we have special in-studio guest slash podcast maintenance guy officially, Chris. (laughs) Chris, Chris Chris J. What's up, man? Not much, not much. Glad to be here. We meant to do this podcast months ago. Yeah. Damn COVID. Yeah, and we had to reschedule. Yep, yep. She caught the one nine, huh?
0: Uh, I blame it on my kids, I guess. But it, wasn't me. it was me. It was me. It was me. Yeah, yeah. So that was like December around ATA time, right? It was December. It was around Christmas time, I think. Yeah, we had COVID over Christmas, so that was real fun. Mm-hmm. But, I bet. Yep.
2: Well, here we are now. At so least you, you had to go see your in-laws.
3: Uh, no comment.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> <a blur. That's laughs> They're probably listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not man, you showed up, and we're kind of like. In the At the time of recording, we're kind of getting ready for the shoot and some changes in the studio, and we appreciate your help. You kind of just jumped right in and started helping us. We're doing like yeah. a new surround sound speaker system and rearranging deer heads and kind of like we're making it ours a little more from when we bought the place mm-hmm. just over a year ago. So it's just it's – we've been here a year. Now we know what we want changed, and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, so. and the surround sound like kind of the last – Piece of the puzzle, I think it honestly is. It's the one thing that we haven't changed, right? And all it took was a drunken night. Me and Eric were staring at the like the little TV and the DVD setup, and we're like, What's we should upgrade this? Kind of sucks, it looks like shit. So I made a phone call,
3: and our my buddy of mine hooked me up with some he knows the shit in there. He's out there setting it
2: up like as we're recording, yeah, yeah. (laughs) right now.
3: That's pretty cool. So we got our we got all the wires ran before the podcast, and he's setting
2: everything up right now. Shout out to Cody, what's his last name, Ashby. Shout out to Cody Ashby, yeah. the other man. He can probably hear us. He probably can. Yeah. Good for him. He you knows the shit, apparently. He's just like, <laughs> you guys who go do your thing? He's a nerd when it comes to audio equipment. <laughs> you got to have him. Yep. Got to have that guy. Um, but man, what's going on, dude? Not a lot. Not a lot. Who the hell are you? Uh, <laughs>
0: Give Chris, us an introduction. Uh, Chris Jay. I'm um, from around Springfield, Illinois. Um, deer hunter. A I, I, uh, very very novice trapper um, got got twin five year olds at home, boy and a girl, and so life is getting busier and busier with them. But yeah, um, that's about it. Simple man, yeah, simple.
2: But you got uh, like a, you got like an internet like side project that you do for fun. Yeah, right? uh, me
0: and some buddies, we uh, um, on a drunken drunken night. We all we all when we were in college. The hangover came out, and jokingly we called ourselves a wolf pack. Yeah, and so uh, um, one drunken night as well, like oh we got to start everybody else in the world has a group what's well, our group oh my buddy's like oh like wolf pack wolf pack hunting i was like well you know how about like wolf pack outdoors covers everything like one of my buddies likes to fish a lot the rest of us are big hunters. My, my, my one buddy's a big farmer and everything. I said it kind of covers everything. And we've kind of, I'm obsessive about stuff like that. So I took it and ran with it. Yeah. Got with uh, buddy jo- Jordan Johnson. He made us our logo and everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just killed Combination that. creator. Yeah. Yep. Just killed that. That was awesome. And uh, basically just use it as a uh, um, a way to kind of put out all of, uh, all of our adventures. Everything we do. Um, I grew up. Uh, shooting shooting archery competitions and stuff from being a little kid me and me and my buddy ryan both and there's we don't have any pictures or any like really anything as as we were growing up doing all that, just you know kind of some vague memories, yeah and so my goal was to kind of just capture all that stuff as you know my kids grow up and me and my friends too, and being able to share that with and with a lot of people that you know don't see that sort of thing don't know that there's things out there that you know just right down the road i live right down the road from a 3d range that nobody even would know it was even there yeah and it's one of the nicest one one of the oldest ones in the state of illinois but nobody would even know it was even there just because they're not into it or they don't If, really you, don't dri- t- if you don't drive down that road, you wouldn't know it was there. You'll see a sign once a month when they have shoots and stuff like that. But it's really nice. And, I mean, I'm blessed to have it. I go down there and use the crap out of it.
2: But so That's cool, man. That is something that, like, 3D courses really lack in as, like, their marketing game. And yeah, they're man. not marketing people usually that run them. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, man, they just... They could do a better job at getting out there. I guess that's where we help, like our local club, where we have our shoot and stuff. stuff. Yeah,
3: like the local one for us. Like when they do an event, they just put signs out, you yep. know, where to turn and everything. But you don't see anything. Dude, and you get on a three D
2: courses website, <clears throat> they're the garbage. fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. Fucking garbage. It's MySpace. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's MySpace. Yeah, yep, You're right. Yep. It's I Zanga.
1: Like, I feel like there's less three D shoots than there what there used to be too. When I got into it Feels back like around 98, 99... I'd go shoot three or four shoots in a weekend. I'd always seem like there was a shoot going on, and now yeah. it's like once a month, maybe. You see well, it's,
2: and I think part of that is to blame is like people, kids are changing, people are busier, adults are. And then, like, if you're not constantly in people's ear, like, hey, 3D shoot. We're doing this. We're giving away prizes. We're having a hog roast. We're it, if right. you're not constantly trying to put yourself out there, it's easy to forget to forget about because it's not sanctioned like school baseball is or school basketball or mm-hmm. soccer or you know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that's my perspective. I on think it. you're 100 right because yeah, like I said,
3: our local one, like they just put signs out. Hey, turn here for a 3D shoot.
2: And, have and people are like, what the fuck's the 3D shoot? I need glasses yeah. for that. What are yeah. we doing?
3: Right, and then you know that's the only reason I know they're going on when I drive by there, and I don't drive by there every day. Yeah, so,
0: and they all they all take. So there's so much maintenance that goes into them. You really got to have you've got to have three or four people that are just super dedicated. You do to go through because the one the one that I shoot at a lot, and I'm just as much fault as a lot of people. Like I'm not able to spend a lot of time with the kids and work and everything else. A lot of time out there doing a lot of things, but I mean you got to think. They mow a huge area just to keep the grass it's a lot of work, yeah. There has to be two or three people there during every single shoot. And everybody, you know, you're in the middle of summer. If anybody has kids or anything, they have sports, they want to go on vacation. Right. You really have to have a big membership to even just be able to cover all that stuff. Four,
2: eight, right. That's a good point. That's a really good point. And the odds are against it. I mean, not a ton of kids are into it. It's more adults. And it's... And this might sound bad, man, and I'm not trying to make this sound bad, but I remember growing up, like when boy, like I now as an adult, I wish I would have done Boy Scouts. Right. But the way Boy Scouts was presented to me, I remember it vividly when Boy Scouts was presented to us at our school. Every school is different. I was like, fucking nerds. I'm not doing Boy Scouts. (laughs) Like, it's (laughs) how they, well, it's just like, it's not the, they just make it out to seem so nerdy. Like, it's not appealing to the kid who's. I think I did a one-year. Wants to ride his bike and do other stuff and, like, go do – you yeah. know what I mean? You got to sell yeah. it to the kids. You got to sell it to the kids. And yeah. I remember looking at it being like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But now, knowing what I could have learned from it and things, I, I would be like, oh, that'd be cool to do. I wish I would have done that. But also, if the school doesn't pitch it, or, like, just if there's archery in elementary school, if you got a bunch of nerdy-ass dudes in there that's like, shoot archery, look at my rat tail – here we go. Every kid in there is like, I don't want a fucking rat tail. I'm not because that's when I did archery in high school. You know who the guys who taught archery when we went to the archery range? Dudes with rat tails. Oh yeah, and I'm not kidding. And I'm like, and I was into hunting. Luckily, and I'm like, that not everybody's like that. Like it's not a trailer trash thing, but the way it was pitched to other kids. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Where'd you crawl out of? (laughs) Green Rock? You know? Which is a small town in the Quad Cities, if you know where Green Rock is. I don't know where that is. Kelowna. Um, Okay.
3: The thing is, too, though, like a lot of high school. Home of the Juggalo, Doug. (laughs) They seen some shit there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. too much for me. Sorry, I went on a rant, Chris. On that, you're good. you're good. No, but a lot of high schools are getting actual archery teams now, which is yeah. super awesome. Yep. That's
2: what they should have done when
3: they didn't have that when I was in high school. No, no, they didn't have like a couple of years after I graduated. They started archery
1: and yeah. bass, trap bass shooting, fishing bass, and bass fishing, else. Like yeah. they have
2: clubs for everything. If bass now. fishing started like two years <laughs> after I graduated. Yeah. Well, it they might. need it
1: today more than ever. I mean, they with do technology and devices and everything else. Like they need more outdoor based group activities in school but
2: here's the thing it boils down to we're all talking about this right now you know who could change it us Us. Us. all of us exactly hundred percent you know what i mean so but it's kind of we're kind of talking through a problem that maybe we're the own we're our own resolution to the problem right so this is like we sound hypocritical but maybe this is healthy
3: i message our trap suit and coach all the time like hey if you need help with anything or they have a big uh like banquet every year to raise money for it Like, if you guys need donations or anything, let me know. Yeah. And he never reaches out, so I'm like, okay, whatever. But
2: But I guess if someone's like, hey, man, you want to come just, like, show some high school kids how to... Like, hey, we need a dude with hand tattoos to show some kids yeah. in high school, like how to that's anchor, cool. like a Matthews yeah. Genesis. This is what you could look like. One yeah, day. might yeah. as well be a rat tail.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. that's true. That good hey, fuck hey, yes. touche. Hey, touche.
4: You
3: know,
2: whatever we have, whatever there used to be an archery range in. It's amazing. You're right. That was really good. Hey, I eat my own foot on that. <laughs> you ate your own ass on that one. Hey, but hey, listen. Kids are in... I'm not... Okay, never mind. This guy
4: from Green Rock? What
2: <laughs> <hell>? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're all saying. But the thi- the thing is, it's like... You ever seen that dude on TikTok? He always does like that southern dad does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dude that taught archery at our high school. All right. I <laughs> <That> got <laughs> hilarious. See <though>. that? <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> not in 05 or whatever the fuck I was a freshman. <laughs> but... You get what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm it you. wasn't appealing at all. There just needs to be like a variety of influence there, rather than like the what there is. Yeah, we didn't even have archery, like you didn't at all. <clears throat> Did no, you, you
0: Chris? We didn't have archery. I, I was lucky, like I said. My my dad, I was pushed and not really pushed, but I was just I went, to, went with my dad every single week and shot. He was shooting in leagues, so I picked up a bow because I was already going with him anyway, and so mm-hmm. I shot from the time. I mean, I still have my first bow at home, and I probably shot from the time I was four or five. I was shooting at five yards. I can remember, and I finally I'd move back to ten. Then I was finally able to shoot at twenty with everybody else, and we would shoot indoor leagues and everything. And we had some success as I got older and older, and then you know sports and everything else got into it. And I, yeah. you know, we all backed off of it, and for for other reasons and stuff too. But it's one of those things. I. I really enjoyed that and it was a it was a you know formative part of my life and, right. and it gave me the passion that i have towards some of that stuff now and so seeing that and I've, I've helped out with we used to have an archery range in springfield and i loved helping out with the classes and stuff they bring in they'd have parties that kids would come in there's nothing better than having a kid that's never even pulled the bow back and you put a balloon at 10 yards and they just fling arrows at it and they pop it their eyes light up like oh, yeah. oh my god yeah
2: yeah, that's how many fun. kids
0: that would come in? That's and that's what hooks those kids is they have that experience and right. you know that positivity that comes out of it. And hopefully, I'm a normal looking guy. I'm not you know walking around, at least I don't have hand tats or anything. But right, um, good point.
2: But like, <laughs> thanks, Austin.
0: Yeah, you see, you see something like that, and it's like, okay, well, I can do this. And then yeah, and yeah. yeah. But those archery shops. They're closing left and right. They, they are, are yeah. The last places, even, even for the kids to even go and do mm-hmm. that sort of thing. For sure. sure. So.
2: I do remember like the one cool day we went to an archery shop and they had like the, uh, what they have, they had a clay pigeon in the center of like a sheet metal deal. So you pop it and then you get like, you would win a prize. But I think they had balloons and they had a swinging tennis ball. This is all- high school? High school, yeah. Oh, no kidding. I was had billiards in high school. Like we had a lot in I high had school. Billiards, we did for real. Like and then we had uh, like competitive drinking was a, a class you could Oh, take. I took that one. For <laughs> yeah, sure. and then but we actually did have billiards, so which oh, just kind of cool. We didn't have that, but um, so that was like the one cool part of archery class. But other than that, it just wasn't. If I wasn't already into it, it was not appealing. Right. Our you know. extent of archery
3: in school was like junior high, and we had the old fiberglass longbows. You know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you did like you was. did
2: like three days of it, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean better than nothing. But they have like NASP, like National yeah. Archery School Programs, and right. I don't know where they do. They didn't do NASP at my high school. Right. But I'm sure they have like, I don't know what their, their mapping range is to do that stuff, but I don't know. I mean, do you guys really think on a scale of 1 to 10 roundtable, how big of a difference in your perspective, and there's probably a real statistic out there, does a archery class in high school – have an effect on whether or not they pursue archery or not. Start with you. On a Eric. scale of one to 10? Yeah. Ooh, four. I was going to say four or five, yeah.
3: But the thing or is, too, like, if you introduce it to someone in school, or even you know. at a younger age, they could be they could go on with life and be like, hey, I remember I took archery. Yeah, yeah. And true. And I, and I really enjoyed it. I would like to go back on that and maybe pursue it a little bit. I feel better. like I'm coming off really negative about it. I'm not trying to be right. No, you're not at all. I, th- I mean, I just don't think a lot of people are in archery
2: like we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling. I feel. I'm feeling guilty as I talk about it. I'm going to say like a two. Well, I'm not an asshole like that. <laughs> well, I think. I, I think no, after no.
0: you get to. I think by the time you're in high school, you're. There's gonna be less of a chance that you grasp onto it. True. Maybe, yeah. And yeah. I, and I, if you don't get up with it, yeah. And, and I've introduced, I've introduced a handful of guys into it, and and they, you, know, you kind of take to it the level that you kind of want to get out of it. So that's you know, true. Some guys, some people, they just want to be able to pick up. Like my wife, she shot whenever her and I got together, just because it was something for her and I to do, and she was she got pretty good and but she got to levels you know i'm like well you could do this you could do that well you try to tell her to do anything from coming from me it's not gonna work well yeah but (laughs) i mean it's one of those things you get out of what you want to put into it for sure
3: just like
2: the cat yep
3: (laughs) well that's thing too like i didn't grow up doing it and then doug and his brother got me into it and i fell in love with it Mm
2: -hmm. right yeah that's how you're introduced i think it's a big factor for sure i think you're introduced to like I don't know parents or family or a good friend it's much easier to No, hang on to it. Okay, uh, so, but we, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Did you get introduced to archery because of hunting or because of archery? Because of archery. You did. I I got introduced to archery. I wanted to get a bow because I wanted to hunt more when I started gun hunting. That's how I got into archery. And I don't know if everyone's on the same page besides Chris. It just depends. When I got
3: introduced to archery, I didn't even know there was a competition side.
2: Yeah, that came like. The details of that came later. Right. Just from I just natural knew, I just knew
3: the hunting with a bow is all I
2: knew. Mm-hmm. I did it for hunting. What about you, Austin?
1: We went to a deer classic. It was way back in the day, and I got my first bow there. And I think when I got it, I had the intentions of hunting with it, but I didn't know anything about it. And then, as I was kind of practicing in the yard and getting good with it, then we found out about 3D shooting. So I actually got into the 3D realm before hunting.
2: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, if if stoners knew that 3D archery was just frisbee golf with a bow, it would change (laughs) the. (laughs) It It really is. It would change the archery industry. You'd have to sell like a new elite with a hacky sack, but but, it comes with a hacky sack. Yeah, or like get a free disc. When you get
3: your elite, or your bow has a hacky sack mount on it, so you can keep with you at all times. Yeah,
2: but you know what I mean, or like it comes with a one hitter. Ooh, (laughs) a little (laughs) sloppery one hitter. (laughs) Wait, you know what I mean, though. I mean, because that's. It's the same concept. Oh, it is for sure. 3D archery is fun. And every time I do it, I'm like, this is golf or disc golf with a bow. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. 100%. That's what it is. You know, it's like in the that,
0: But now now I will every single time. Yeah. 100%.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You'll think of old Brett with dreads out there just whipping a disc every time you 3D (laughs) shoot. Well, I mean, the
3: first time I shot 3D was with you guys when we went out to long grove out by me oh really yeah that was the very first time i ever did it
2: it's a blast it is a good time i, I wish because we used to go all the time we used to go every weekend yeah that's before we had kids and the podcast was like more of a business and but we used to we used to 3d shoot for like a little wwe plastic belt. kids belt yeah, yeah.
3: awesome
2: which was funny it's still around somewhere i think i got it in my garage mm-hmm. we should do that again um but I don't know, that's all fun. Yeah. Three archers a good time. It's a good yeah. way to get people involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um how old were you when you shot your first year with a bow?
0: Ooh. So so I grew growing up shooting and everything. I had I got really good. Really good when I was like 10 and 11, something like that. We used to have they used to have indoor state championships. And me and my dad, one year, we both won an indoor state championship. That's cool. So there's like three people that showed up in my class, but we're not going to talk about that. Hey, you beat them, still beat yeah, them. Yeah. Number and, one uh, out of three. Yeah, Suck it. But uh, <laughs> You could have got um, third. <laughs> but then I got target panic real bad. And so going to high school and everything, I had target panic so bad. Like I couldn't shoot. And it was one of those things I expected to be to be able to shoot, and I just wouldn't change anything. And my dad finally, oh, here, you're going to go do this, and you're going to you need to start shooting again. So I think my first year with my bow probably wasn't until I was a senior or even maybe a freshman in college whenever I'm I fin- when I finally got back into archery hunting again. I I played basketball a lot whenever I was in high school and everything that's all I really cared about and I still I shotgun hunted for from the time I was not of 7th and 8th grade all the way up through and had a little success doing that but then I finally got through the target panic and everything i probably i probably shot four or five deer with target panic really bad and just you know would pull down on one and shoot and the very first deer i ever shot was a yearling doe and i missed her at 20 yards over the top of her back and she ran 20 yards and then turned around came right back again the exact same spot and then i shot that i shot her got her that time really very first deer i ever shot all right chris
2: since you have suffered from target panic. For, if someone has never experienced target panic, can you do your best yeah. to explain what <laughs> target panic is?
0: Uh, it's trying. I don't. And I think everybody has it a little bit different. But that my experience was it is that I would try to hold dead center on the target, and if I if I could not hold dead center, I would shake and shake, and I would finally get to the point mentally where I just feel like I need to punch that release. And then I got to the point where I got so bad where I couldn't even get down on the target. And I would hold like six inches above the target, and I got my, my dad. He's like, "Well, just adjust your sight six inches." And Oof. and and I I deer hunted. I deer hunted one year, and I adjusted my sights so that twenty yards I would hold six inches high and be dead on at twenty yards. Wow! Because I I could I could shoot fine for about four or five shots, and I would lose it. And then I got wow. And then it got. I to, was the same way. Yeah, really? I would, that I would bad? add.
1: When I when I'm acquiring my target, I drop into it. So you drop your mm-hmm. pen down into it, and I would always release before I would get down into the target. Yeah.
2: Oh, really? See, I feel like I've suffered like m- minuscule amount of target panic. I've never had it to where it's like crippling. Because I know some people have to do like blind bail shooting, and, and, that's like,
0: what, and that. My dad my dad went through it. My dad and again, that's the reason why I started shooting. My dad he started he shot competition archery like from the time he got out of high school. He started getting into it and he ended up getting target panic really, really bad whenever he was I don't know, it was before he had me obviously, but they uh he was shooting a wrist strap release. Well then they, that was when they start they started coming out with the thumb buttons and stuff like that or even a back tension, early, early, early back tension release or even time triggers. And he had a guy tell him that this is what you have to go to, and he's like, if you once you get, he's like, he he got pretty good, but he's like, you're gonna eventually, he's like, it's getting, bad it's gonna get bad, it's gonna get bad enough, you're not gonna be able to shoot at that point, you're gonna have to come to me, and he finally did, and he got him shooting a different release and everything, and it got to be, I mean, for years, I mean, my dad would go to a an indoor shooting, he, you know. Three hundred with 57, 58 X's. I mean, like one or arrow one or two arrows away from a perfect score. No kidding. Almost, just about every weekend, and uh, so whenever I got into it, it was the same thing. I was shooting a wrist strap and Dad's like, "You have to get rid of that thing. You have to." So I went to a thumb button release, mm-hmm. and I blank bailed. I blank bailed for a month straight, every single day. Can you
2: break down what blank bailing is for people? So I put
0: know. I put a target, put a target up on on a, a rack in my garage, and I would stand five or ten foot away from it and draw back get on the target and just close my eyes and just concentrate on squeezing that release until it went off mm-hmm. and i did that for like i said probably a
2: month straight
0: you're, right. re- you're retraining your brain yep. about- a month yep. straight
2: of shooting how often every night every night mm-hmm. so yeah. you just shoot I, your i'd go shoot
0: i'd go shoot like probably 10 arrows something like that every single night just concentrating on making 10 good shots process shots squeeze, yep felt squeeze, good. squeezing the trigger and everything and then it got to the point that this was right before right before deer season one year is whenever I did it and just tried. I'm like, okay, I'm going to break this. And I got to the point where I'm like, okay, now I've got it. And I shot for about a year and a half. And then that thumb button started to do the exact same thing. I started to anticipate it. I went to an archery shoot. Is it because
2: you figured out, like, the timing of it? Yep.
0: And as soon as I would start to put my thumb on it, and I would just start punching it real bad. And it got to the point I started anticipating that, and I would flinch. Mm. and. I I got to where I was shooting really, really well. I went to a 3D shoot and we were on like the second or third target and it was 15 yards and I drew back and I get on it and I sent it about three foot over the top of the target. No kidding. I I flinched so bad. And I'm just, just pissed. So just lost it.
2: Do you still struggle with that today?
0: So I, I, I switched to back tension release after that. I feel like we're talking to an
2: addict, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but no, seriously. But it, this I mean, could happen was. to
2: any of us, like target Hundred
0: percent, hundred And so I switched to a back tension release after that, and I've shot a back tension for probably the last four or five years, and I even that's what I hunt with and everything. Um, and even that, I can still every once in a while. Like I, I haven't shot a whole lot. I'll, I'll just feel myself i'll start to anticipate start to start to uh um, punch that thing and i'll just move up to the bail and just okay hey for the next four or five nights every night I'm gonna come down here and just retrain myself get more comfortable with it so that way you don't have to think about it so
2: are you shooting back tension with a click or no click uh,
0: it's got a click in it yeah nope. do
2: you feel like you anticipate the click uh
0: i i've got myself set up now whenever i come in when i'm shooting shooting enough i come in and whenever i get to full draw an anchor it clicks Okay. So I got gotcha. you. It, so it's it, light. It it's it's fairly light, but I've I've got myself trained if if it doesn't click whenever I come up, a lot of times I'll just let down cuz there's something wrong, there's something I didn't mm. didn't go through my, my my process right or something like that.
2: And See, I shoot a back tension, but I shoot a long. I feel like I've shoot a long pull because yeah. because of hunting cuz I what I do is I'll pull to my click. Mm-hmm. Like if I get full draw and there's a deer, I'll get to my click and then I know it's game time. Yep. yep. So I use it as my uh, Anchor, get ready. All right, now you're in the shit. And maybe yep. that's wrong. I don't know. So, uh, yep. Grab a chair. Somebody just walked in. We'll Look get your
1: head on this guy. S- sit Ooh, on down. And we'll get your mic pulled Not up. To get wild.
2: Clint Casper just walked the fuck in.
1: Not very
0: often. Everyone, Clint Casper walks in. That. Yep. Sorry, Clint.
3: <clears throat> no, but I I kind of had the same thing with a thumb release. Yep. And then get that mic up there, Clint. I, I can't remember yeah. who I was talking to. I think it might have been be good. T Bone actually, definitely but hold up closer. <clears throat> you know, instead before. of. Instead of hitting it with your thumb, <laughs> he said, "Connect put, your fingers. Put your finger on it, and then pull. And nine. then pull like a back tension yep. with your yep. fingers. Yep. You know,
0: and a lot of guys can shoot. I've never been able to figure one out and to be able to shoot one consistently like that. Right? I know. I know a lot of the guys that can, and every once in a while, I'll be able to do that.
3: But I just. But see, it took me forever to figure out going from a thumb to squeezing it. Yep. You know, because yep. shooting like a back tension. Yep. But yep. after I figured it out, it helped me tremendously. Oh, yeah. Most people just put their thumb on it and dump." the thumb button on it and i'm like
2: Yo, hey. yeah way yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so that's, how, yeah. Where, that's
3: yeah. where i learned that he's like touch your fingers together and let
2: that drum sit on your thumb and then squeeze
3: with mm-hmm. these fingers
2: mm-hmm. that's why sometimes is that why you see sometimes people have that drum taped up real thick so oh, yeah. it fits their they'll, hand. Have
0: it, they'll have a huge one they'll have a huge one made
4: or they'll put tape clint, on can, it clint
2: casper just joined the podcast your you mic, can talk into the mic, buddy. You know how to do that?
4: I, I don't I've never really podcasted a whole lot, but we'll
2: see. I don't know. Did you just talk into
4: this thing? Is yeah, that what you do? Yeah. Because oh. Clint, you shot a lot of target archery. Yeah. I mean I'm still shooting a target. I mean, what would you call a target release? <laughs> you shoot a
2: target in your yard?
4: That too. Do you shoot okay. a thumb
2: button or a back tension? Back tension. You do what with um with a click or no click?
4: I uh, I've had click the last three years. I I mean I used to be uh against the click. It kind of made me like. Is that a, are Something. a lot of
2: target guys against a click? Because I think it, I think
0: it, I think it's just it's a preference thing. Yeah, I know it's... a lot of guys that that shoot target and everything, and they don't shoot a click, mm-hmm. but they're also sh- those guys that shoot a hundred arrows a day or whatever, right, and right. They're, they're they're so set in their ways that yeah. I mean they don't have to worry about that click. Cause,
4: yeah. I mean they're just. Dead it's probably more common anyway.
2: for hunters to shoot with a click, right? Just because of like most don't, most, most don't, most
4: hate the click. Hunters it causes target panic. In a lot of people, yeah, that's what we. Ju- you weren't yeah. in it.
2: We just got done talking about. For me, pain. I
4: like the click because it. That's like my, like that puts me in the zone. You're right? ready. Yep. That's what
2: I just said. But I've so got that, mine uh, set yeah, up to thing. where
4: when the when I hear the click, now at that point I'm like, fucking, here we go. Do yeah. like,
3: so you hunt with a back tension.
4: I. That's all I've used for the last ten years. Now I've I used to that. use a thumb, but I shot my thumb really weird. Like I flipped the top over to where, like a standard thumb, you've got it down here. Mine was up in basically like up in my index to where when I'm pulling through, I was shooting it. I was a thumb. Only reason why I did it that way is because my straight back tension release, it's a half moon. I can't clip it on. That's the only downfall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I set my thumb up to where I'm shooting it like a back tension. Like realistically, my thumb wasn't triggering shit. Right. So a lot of people start doing this shit, of oh, punching. Yeah. And that's, See, that's what I was
2: just saying yeah. too. Where I, I, I roll around. It's it a glorified in a trigger
4: that you're beating the hell out of a, Right yeah, now, I mean, you know,
2: I gotta just keep talking. I gotta adjust this camera so you're. So, right, if I use it. but
4: I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as shooting with back tension, like it's been. I feel like I can make a lot. A long I,
0: time. I'm so much more consistent whenever I when I do that. It's not even. I mean, it's mm. not even comparable.
4: And I've what shot, calms me down, like with a here. trigger, it'd be a panic attack yep. constant because yep. I know in my mind I can punch the shit out of it. Yep. Right. And, and I like,
0: almost, I, I've gotten to the point with the click too. It's just like, if I come to that click, it's like, okay, now concentrate, push, pull. Yep. This is what yeah, it is. I mean, it's yeah. a process. Yeah, like yep, in my exactly. mind, I
4: break it down into like 12 steps. 100%. And every step I accomplish, I'm on to the next one. So yep. instead of me being like, oh fuck that's a 180 man i can't wait to tell doug can't wait to show (laughs) her like in my mind i'm like okay anchor nose yeah he call me start pushing and pulling shut up eric and And then (laughs) you know
0: that that was one of the the biggest things too whenever i started shooting it really it buck fever i had buck fever terrible whenever Mm -hmm. i was a kid too and so archery hunting archery hunting whatever on top of the target panic i get buck fever and just lost it oh yeah you're
2: doubling down on anxiety for a shot
0: Whenever I get that back tension on there, yep. it's like, okay, you gotta, you gotta follow your process. You gotta do all yep. this. And the biggest buck I've shot so far with my with my bow, I come to full draw and start to push pull, and mm-hmm. then it clicked, and I did flinch. Oh yeah, real bad. Yeah, I was like, and he looked right up at me, and I was like, okay, go 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 go, and yep. just push through and everything. But it's one of those things. It, it's part of the, it's part of the process and yep. everything. And you know, okay, yeah, I've got to
4: this point. All right, now it's go time. Yeah. Well, and guys don't yeah. practice. The most important shot in archery, we, we we never practice it. Oh, yeah. Letting down. Yeah. Like, it. You, you, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Like, oh, most yeah, people think 100%. I come back. Like, I always talk about I bend the limbs back, shit's dying in my mind. But at the same time, if it doesn't feel right, yep. I'm, I'm, I'll let down. Yep. I mean, my biggest buck to date, extra 191, 22 yards, I let down. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like... Wow, you're gonna fuck this up. Yep. <laughs>
3: and my
4: most dad. people have been like, well, this is it! I got, yeah. I got to make it happen." I'm like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Most but, people are yeah.
3: focused on releasing that; yeah. they have
4: it's to release it now, die. right now. now. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, and that was I one of the hardest
0: <laughs> things to learn as a kid too. Whenever you're, yep. whenever you're shooting, because I'd watch my dad. I'd watch my dad draw back and let down two or three times yep. and everybody would just kind of look at him yep. and then he draw back and let down two or three times yep. and then that third then the next shot dead center action. perfect it's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, okay then it was perfect everything's working yeah, everyone's looking at you like
2: this motherfucker's going yep. through some shit oh yeah
4: <laughs> well, it's, it's nuts <laughs> he's like doug over here
2: yeah it's like <laughs> doug I, he's seen some shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when i started shooting when i started shooting like semi-pro indoors like 3d and five spot and all that going into college realized I'm like, fuck, I'm like, you know, I can do something with this, like this will be fun, you know. So I went and got a coach, Jim Hadley, and he had trained, you know, a bunch of Olympic archers and shit, you know, and um the first month he's like, You're you're not gonna like what we're gonna do, you know? And I'm like Well, I mean, I love to shoot my bow. He's like, that's yeah. the problem. Like we're not gonna shoot an arrow and I'm like, Okay. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean you're not gonna shoot an arrow? The first month Draw I came back, in, hold. I drew back, held, and let down. Didn't mm-hmm. fire an arrow.
2: For a month?
4: Didn't fire an arrow. That's,
2: that's a gangster. Yeah, probably. That a, is. right. I
4: forget. It was like 13, 000, 1300, You 1,300. Know. But to this day, I shoot a ton of blank bail. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will force myself. If I go shoot still, five arrows. You'll still
2: shoot blank bail for no reason? Just, I shoot
4: blank bail. Well, I don't want to say
2: it's for no reason, but not because you're going through target panic.
4: Constant. I, I, I'll I, blank bail. I'll pull my sight off randomly. And shoot thirty arrows of just from me to you, with my eyes open, eyes closed. Like I don't want nothing in front of me. I'm just you don't want I'm feeling the to process. Focus. As nothing soon as focus I get it, on every year when I get my new bow, feeling the flow. The first five to six hundred shots, blank bail. <laughs> every single setup, because every bow is a little bit different. And I get a new, you know, they're sending me a new bow every year. Everyone's like, oh, just slap your shit on and go it's it, it's all different like yeah, i i right. have to like get in tune with what i got and Mentally. that's a, that's like my way of doing it and that's what to, i do you
2: gotta feel her feel her body
4: yeah, yeah. like i mean maybe the, <laughs> maybe the left out. boob's yeah. a little bigger yeah. than yeah. the right boob i need yeah. to know maybe Doug, maybe this one about. the right boob's a little bigger <laughs> than the left you know <laughs> you, i gotta i gotta know what's going on it's, it's
3: a test all drive. in the hips
4: yeah. it is it's and, a and, test drive
0: and that all goes down to being successful at the end because whatever when shit hits the fan and you and you draw back and Everybody says it. It's like I don't even remember what happened. Autopilot. I just drew back. I don't Dude. know. Yep. That's, that's a common that's thing. That's that autopilot, yeah, autopilot. Because you've done it so many yep. times that it, you can just draw back. Well, there's there's
2: two. I don't remember what happened. There's you. Did I even look through the peep? Yeah, thing? I blacked yeah. out. Like, and, I blacked and, out. And, <laughs> and it's either because you blacked, blacked out. out and you yeah. didn't know what happened, and or it's because it was like second nature. Yeah. Exactly. And you just ran through the motions of what you've always done. Yep. Yep. So do you, have you ever struggled like? I know like target panic, but like, I know you said a little bit of buck fever, but like does buck fever affect you in a major way, do you think?
0: I've had, I haven't had, I've, I've been lucky and I've killed some good deer over the last few years and everything, and I've only been, there's been a couple of deer that have rattled me really, really good over the last couple of years, and I don't know that I could have held it together, but I I mean, I feel like if you don't have that, you shouldn't be out there anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, very, it, very like true. It, yeah. it,
0: if if I didn't see, like, I hunted a buck for a couple of years and he finally got killed and I only saw him two times. Both times I saw him, I was shaking so bad, I don't even know if I got to drill my bone back anyway. <laughs> right. Because I was I had myself so amped up on how everything was happening and him him getting ready to come in. I was hoping and everything like that, that, like, man, I don't even know if I could have made it happen. Yeah.
2: But All right, so let's talk about this. Do you want to watch a buck come in from like a long distance where you see him, you glass him, come in, okay, here he is, he's coming my way, all right, get ready, or do you want a buck to surprise you? Oh, 20 yards, here's the deer, grab your bow, make your decision. What do you prefer?
0: Uh, I still like the surprise of it. You do like the surprise. Yeah.
2: Even with some of the target panic and some buck fever.
0: Yeah, because I I mean –
2: you don't have time to think about it.
0: It's, uh, again, you're on auto, you're on autopilot. Okay, hey, now it's got to happen. This is what you got to do. Tell a lot hey, of small deer your, get shot. I'm guilty. Yep, here's your spot. And, and I'm the same way too. Like, okay, hey, yeah, I'm pumped up yep. and and everything and I mean, the first deer I shot last year, that's exactly what happened. He's here. He's 15, 20 yards in front of me. All right. This is go time.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and right. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's I'm the same. I,
2: I'm You like them tight. I like yeah. the surprise surprise yep. me. Not me. I'm I'm situational. I, I I couldn't really stick to one yeah. side of it. I'd rather watch them I think come out. me. I
4: I I see like that's I I like that 10 seconds, that build up or even like let's say it's 2 minutes like I'm watching a
2: I want to pick my shot.
4: I just I don't know like I live for that moment before the shot even takes like that's that's my whole
2: yeah can, for me it's I, more
1: about the encounter area. if yeah. I get to see yeah. him for ten minutes like that's yep. ten minutes versus thirty seconds I I live for that encounter yeah more it's real. ten
4: and, minutes and of... I like to talk to my like I like to like be in my own uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like I just I'm like <laughs> see, about everything. I everything yeah, you, you, you up to come... this you
1: little bitch well yeah come on, you think you can do it again <laughs> well
4: he's, like, you know, a box coming <laughs> or, like I think back to Utah like that bull I killed a couple years ago and I mean. He's at forty six. I'm at full draw. cow breaks off in a calf, and he. I have to, I got to let down. Now I'm at seventy six. I, like so I got to oh. like replay. That's
2: stressful. I got like
4: so in my mind though. I'm like, okay, you want to play games, motherfucker? Here we go. Yeah. I'm Like all right, <laughs> dial down seventy six. I'm like, I'm like, okay, it, like, but like to me, that's one of my favorite, probably the most favorite shot I've ever made, and it should have been a Ripped. way easier shot.
2: Yeah, you know, but I got by the to way everybody rips white. by the studio yeah. on Harleys and white. trucks and shit because they know we're in here fucking recording. I swear,
4: right. <laughs> it's other podcasts.
2: So. Yeah, yeah, the, the one at the depot. Yeah. yeah,
4: give her the beans, son of
3: a
2: bitch. <laughs> Let her eat. But I think- I'm, I'm such a way. I, I kind of like watching them come in because, like, you're right, Austin. It's like ten minutes of a moment you always yeah. think about that you get a little more of. Yeah, I'm more calm but- that
4: way. Like I get anxious when a buck appears, and I'm like, buck, good, good, okay. Like I'm, I, I like. Good. You're caught off guard. <laughs> good, good. I'm like, yeah. good, good. You know, like yeah. I like to see him coming because I'm always talking to myself though. Like if if you were in my head ten minutes prior to me killing something, you'd be like, that's because wow, you're mental. I
2: would, I would never want to be. Yeah. In my head. Oh, no, no, they, no,
4: to be that no, 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 you <laughs> wouldn't be that. No, no, you wouldn't. You'd be like this fucking dude. But it's because
2: crazy. you're mentally thought. Like we we've talked about this before in the past. It's like when you're sitting there. You don't just like sit there blankly and then be like, "Oh shit, deer!" Right? When yeah. you sit there, you mentally practice. Like, right. oh, if a deer comes from this way, I'm going to yeah. do this. Yeah. If a deer comes from here, if a deer pops up underneath me, I'm going to do this. Like, I think that makes well, a difference, you know. Not Doug though; he's just watching birds, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. trying to read Hook on Phoenix. <laughs> it's easy to kill a big deer. We you don't see him coming. We gotta get his watching present on videos. In. The yeah. Oh yeah, um, you want to go get go get it? Yeah, well, Chris brought Doug a present. Oh, he brought us all great presents, by the way. By the way, yeah, um, great, great gift, gift to... giver. Um, if you'd like to find a gift for one of your friends, call Chris. Just hit me up, dude. <laughs> great flight fee. You're very. We'll talk about all the you gifts. Can you guys. a business with that. I mean, like you ask ten questions, they get, answer them. There and you're you like, go. Yeah. here's your I gift. Think there's
0: probably a web. Surely, there's a website. Gift like consulting. Gift like yeah,
4: consulting.
2: Yep. Dude, I like it. we got to run through the gifts because they're good. And thank you again. Yep. By the yeah, way, thank you. You're welcome. Very well thought out. I love mine very much. Doug's actually going to use his. Like yeah. I'm going to use mine, but Doug's We're really, really going to use it. Yeah. Um, one part of his gift, anyway. Right. We hope so. He's, Eric's out there just fuck around like we got all day. Hey, guys. Interrupting again. The podcast is brought to you by Old Barn Taxidermy. Uh, man, if you need a deer head done this year or you are sitting on a couple that you haven't got mounted yet, get them to Old Barn. Now would be a good time to do it as they're caught up on whitetails and you'd be first in line, technically, before their run of... All the Western stuff gets into. They're located in Fort Madison, Iowa, but they have drop-off locations throughout the country. So look them up. You will not be disappointed. They do all of our taxidermy work, and that's one of the number one things we get when people come into the studio is how nice the taxidermy looks. Also, if you kill the spring bear, they are the bear taxidermy specialist. Sam Gaylord is an expert, uh, so hit them up, Old Barn Taxidermy. Tell them we sent you. Also, trophy line. Our opinion, we're not real um, experienced in the saddle hunting game, but we've done it enough that we know we've been around good tree stands and they're great people. Uh, they're running a Father's Day sale right now, uh, June 14th through the 19th. So it's actively going on. Get there, TrophyLine.com. Um, free shipping on od- orders over $100 and free Ropeman with any saddle kit purchase. If you've never used a Ropeman in your tree stand hanging process or safety regimen, Highly recommended. I do not hunt without one. Whether I'm in a stand for my like safety tether and a saddle, it's almost a necessity. So um, that's a pretty damn good deal. Free shipping over 100 bucks and a ropeman with a saddle kit purchase. Um, check them out trophyline.com and Spy Point Trail Cams. Spy Point has is getting ready to launch. Let me see if I can get you a, um, a direct date. They're getting ready to launch the Flex. And we did a podcast at ATA with Trent about the flex coming up. And I think it's going to change a lot of perspectives on spy point as a company as a whole, but I think it's going to change a lot for trail cameras and gen in general. Um, but the flex uh, us $170 and It it basically grabs the closest signal, so it doesn't matter what carrier you have or if you don't get signal for this in a certain area. We all know how that is. There's pockets where nothing works, but um, it's supposed to be super reliable, easy to use, and we're pretty damn excited about that flex coming. I can't wait to get them out, and we're getting ready to get the fleet of trail cams back out. Velvet's coming, so check out spypoint.com. And check out the Flex cell cam. It's new and exciting. And if you want all the real details, uh, find our episode, what we did with Spy Point from ATA Show. I think you'll like it. The podcast is also brought to you by Grizzly. We're getting Grizzly on the books for a podcast. They sponsor the CC Hump Files for the cooler side of things. And we are getting ready to get some box blinds through Grizzly. We are new to the box blind hunting game. And we're setting up some big-time blots specifically for box blinds to get comfy Funny, the older you get, the more you start thinking about box blinds and being strategic um, and taking your kids with. So if you're in the market for a box blind, check out the ones from Grizzly. We do have a code through Grizzly, WCB, so check that out. And Victory Arrows, uh, shooting the RIP TKOs like I have been for years and absolutely loving them, getting them tuned up to go to Africa and then heading right into Wyoming Elk and then right after that coming back in for Whitetail's hit home here in Illinois. So thanks to all our partners. Sorry for interrupting. All right, here's Doug with a veteran, a mobile veteran shout-out, and then we're back in the episode. Thanks, guys.
4: Hey, guys. Doug here with another mobile veteran shout-out. Uh, this one was submitted by Michael Spiva, and the veteran is David Brammer. So he's a specialist in the Army and the 421st Bridge Crew. Operation Enduring Freedom – and Operation Iraq Freedom. Uh, he was medically discharged. Says so he's been hunting for about eight years and change. So it's a short one, but uh, thank you for your service, David, and thank you for smitting that, Michael. <laughs> it's
2: fine. You did get him some beer cans. We'll talk about that Those first. Those are pretty, cool. pretty beers. cool. Have you never heard of them before? No, I have. Oh, you have? My parents have some. Oh. Well, I you, don't, got I you can one-up them now. I don't have any you know. Oh, you, well, got you do now. I do for
4: yeah, I like it.
2: And then uh, he got me the movie Rad for the old BMX guys Which is rad Ooh. Which is super rad Eric get in here <laughs> Was it meet and greet out there or what the fuck <laughs> You wanted to crank it up it oh. Tell him to give us 20 minutes
3: <laughs> yeah, That's awesome <laughs> Here we go so Doug can hold it <laughs>
2: <laughs> hold, hold it up to that
4: Learn. Uh,
3: learn hooked on phenix.
2: Hooked <laughs> on phonics. That phoenix like in Arizona? The yeah. best part is that it's uh what's the age gap on it, Doug? It's pre K. It's pre K level two. <laughs> hey. Ages three to four.
3: Hey, can you pull it out and read us
2: something? <laughs> yeah, why don't you open that up? <laughs> no, I really don't. It says <laughs> learn
3: the It
0: says
4: learn to Reed.
2: Red, 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 red. red. it's a tricky one, woof, woof, <laughs> it's a great gift, thank you Chris, <laughs> it's hilarious, veteran shout outs just got a little smoother, well, we'll in see. about three Thanks. to six weeks, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. give him some time to learn, I gotta, I I learn. gotta through the program yeah. 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 he's yeah. doing a couple levels, how, <laughs> how many week program is that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read the box. <laughs>
3: Shit fuck. <laughs> you go over to Doug. He's like scrambling. Doug, were you doing le- hooked on phonics? No. He's got oh, all wrong I'm answers. in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> is there one before that? Yeah, there is. I, see, I gave you some credit. How much I'm, was that? <laughs> five
0: bucks or something. Oh, totally worth it. Now. That <laughs> is worth it, actually.
3: <laughs>
2: um, Eric, what would you get for gift? I got a T-shirt that says uh, TIG Life on it. It is pretty sweet. And then Austin got a bottle of bourbon with a sweet elk topper pour thing.
1: Well, I think, isn't the stag bottle for the studio... Whatever you guys want Doesn't matter yeah. We got two bottles of bourbon Yeah I brought another one Just from home From
0: a buddy of mine Who really likes it And so Yeah, yeah. Bought a bottle of Smoke wagon up too It's pretty good Great
2: gifts man Great yeah, gift. Okay. Very impressed oh. So thank so, you very much yep. Oh god Doug's getting into it Oh he
4: is huh. He's got a starter There's <laughs> the DVD yeah, There's, there's a DVD <laughs> I
1: was going to say You screwed me I was
2: really
0: hoping There going to be A cassette tape in
1: there He's not oh, reading anything He's just watching the DVD <laughs> He's going to listen to it I was just looking At the pictures It's audio book is there a pop-up book?
2: <laughs> you know what I love? Doug's going to take that home. It's going to be sitting on his
1: desk. <laughs> I, I, I probably shouldn't have that. And some, <laughs> chicks <laughs> come over.
0: some chicks. Wow. Come over.
1: <laughs> how old's your boy? Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 do you have kids? Yeah. No wow.
4: Oh, that's for when Clint and his boys come in town. <laughs> he's Easton's not, learning to read. How old's your boy? He's
2: three to four. <laughs> <laughs> he's in pre-K. <laughs> He's like, huh? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. The only thing I have. <laughs> now, bitch, that's for me. <laughs> fucking great. Could great you gig. read me
3: this?
4: <laughs> Do you mind helping me? Hey, hey, I'm stuck on, yeah. hey, I mean, no, stuck on this part. I mean, they're stuck on this <laughs> part.
2: Great gift. Great I gift.
0: Try, I try.
2: So, so obviously, heavy, I'm going back to the podcast. <laughs> that was a great side piece was, that we went on. Um, great side piece. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. I'll stick to that uh, terminology. Um, I like how in tune with your archery shot you are. I find that intriguing. I feel like not enough people are. Probably, you know. Uh, I, I'm you know, uh, I've just I've.
0: If I do something, I want to be good at it, and I, I just have a really hard time being mediocre mm-hmm. at, at it. So, I've I have worked on it, worked on it, watched you know watched videos, talked to a bunch of guys, that had help whenever I, I was helping the archery shop. There were some pros in there that were really good. Just you know, okay, hey, you need to do this. No, that's not right. This is what you got to do, and and you know, you work on it enough, work on it enough that, I mean, I know, I know now. You know, getting my bow ready for the shoot and everything. I just put a new string on it and it just you know, learning everything over again. Everything feels a little bit different. Sight tapes off, but going out there, okay, hey, I mean, twenty shots into it, okay, yep, here it is. Now we're now we're back. Now everything's starting to feel good again, and I know, I mean, I can tell you every single shot. After I make it, yep, good shot, bad shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I may hit dead freaking center, you know, two shots in a row. I'm like, well, that first one was, was good. The second one was absolutely terrible, but it just happened to go to the exact yep. same spot. Yep. But.
2: You I understand don't. archery. You can tell by just how you're talking because we all know that. We've all been there. Yep. What, uh, being that into it and, like, being that conscious about, like, your archery game and, and you know, switching strings and just kind of being in tune, what are... Name three of your bow hunting goals that you've yet to accomplish.
0: Uh, so I made a – well, my wife in our old house, she said that I couldn't mount another deer, or I told her I wasn't going to mount shoulder mount another deer until I hit the 150 with my bow. That year I shot one 147 with a broken brow tie, and he would have been, been easy 150. But it wasn't 150, and I'm you know just dead set on those. So um, – so, 150 with a bow. We've had quite a few deer around. My dad has shot the biggest deer on our on the ground that we lease over I think in the last 2 or 3 years and they've all been mid 150s. Mm-hmm. And uh so you know 150 with my bow is definitely it. Um I've just I keep getting more and more ate up with the western thing and so um started putting in for points for, mm-hmm. you know, Colorado, Wyoming, things like that. Ooh, bad states. Uh, Stay out of those. Yeah, I, I mean I mean, I'm at New York and uh, New Jersey. New New Jersey, Jersey, yeah, Yeah. Um, a lot of big bulls. Yep, yep. Yep. Delaware. I mean, Delaware. You you know, don't leave Delaware. Easy secret spot.
2: (laughs) Big blacktail,
0: but yeah, elk with my bow, mule deer with my bow. Those are those are the three. Yeah, 150 plus. My dad, very first deer my dad ever killed, was 168 inch, 13 pointer. Very first deer he ever killed. And I was, I think, three years old, or, or, or something like that. That's awesome. And it's still the biggest deer that we've ever killed, as me and him together. Yeah. And so, you know, ultimate goal, kill something bigger than his. Yeah. But I mean, if I never do, it's, it's one of those things. So you know, cool. Oh, I, I'm sure you look at that
2: deer as kind of like an iconic type deer between yep, you and your other man. It, yeah. It's
0: been it's been above our stairs from the time I was a kid, and and I've got a picture. And I repost it every year and I try to recreate it with my kids. Yeah. Like I I have a picture, I'm holding the deer deer's antlers and in the back of my dad's truck and he's sitting there holding it up. And so right after I had my kids, like the first buck that I killed, you know, sit in the back of the truck, they hold the antlers. It was just one of those things that's important. Yeah. I wanna to try to recreate that every single year. Absolutely. Stuff that might not
2: seem to you, it's important, but like your kids yeah. might think, not, might not think it's a big deal, but when they get a little older, they'll look back oh, and cherish your f- pictures f- in a different way yep. than like you ever will, you yeah, know? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So I try to do the same. Anything that I shoot, I try to get like my kiddos oh, and yeah. a picture with it just because it's kind of neat. But, but that's yeah. cool, man. I know what you're saying. Like, so you probably look at that deer. Do you have a name for the buck or anything like that? No, just the big one.
0: I, I, yeah. Like Dad's big one. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll get it one of these days and it's like, That deer just does he know you're gunning for his
2: record? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's feeling he, it, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and he would love. He, he's one of the. He's the most selfless person I've ever met. And he would love. He would be more excited if I did kill that a buck bigger than his. Yeah. Than than probably I would. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. But
2: freaking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a fun thing to think about. is, like trying to beat your old man's record mm-hmm. or somebody in your family. But it's like they hope you do.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I mean, you hope and you hope that with it. I mean, I know you guys talk about it and everything too. It's just like I hope your but you know your buddies kill a bigger. Than than I kill yeah right. and,
2: and it's the same Except thing this year yeah this year not this year any other year yeah. yes
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but the thing is like man you know when when your buddy kills a big buck like you should have every reason to be stoked for oh, them for like, sure. that's yeah, the really one thing 100%. I love about our crew is like we have we don't hold any jealousy towards one another like no. if Doug kills a buck Eric kills a buck Clint Austin Ross kills a big buck we are fucking stoked. There's never been like a no. hidden de- that, that's that's dumb. Yeah, it's fucking stupid to be that way. And those
0: moments you you only get a couple of those moments if at, at most every year. Yeah. So like I'll drive like last year last year the big one that that we were hunting. My dad killed him in early November, and I drove. He 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 shot him. He calls me. He's like, I think I got a good one. Which he says that every single time. Or <laughs> no, you know he'll say yeah, he, he's pretty good. And I said, well, I'm like, what is pretty good? And He's like. He's pretty big. If he says pretty big, it's a big one. Yeah. And so I told him, I said, we've been watching this deer. I've got 500 pictures of him. I'm obsessing about this deer. And I said, is it this buck? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, well, send me a picture of his rack. Yeah. I said, he's got a brow tie that looks in. And he's like, uh, I think it might be that one. I said, okay. I said, I was already on the road and driving an hour and a half to go help him anyway. Yeah. Because I was like. Which is know? amazing. Well, it's one of those things. Like, I'll drop anything for anybody and because I, I don't care. I mean. Those moments like that, I love those moments. I love going to find deer, just like you guys talk about all the time. Yeah. I love going to help, you know, buddies out and everything. Like you said, you get that maybe a couple times a year if you're lucky. Yeah, right. And so something like that, like me and my buddy Ryan went and helped him drag it out, took pictures and stuff. All three of us got a picture together. And it's like something like that we'll look back on hopefully, you know, 20, 30 years from now. Like, yeah, remember this one? Yeah, Yeah. that was awesome. We chased him. Dad was able to get him and everything like that. And that's what's going to stay, you know, you know eventually everybody passes on everything but I mean, you have those pictures to look back at that's a that's an iron memory in my
3: mind 100 percent, right there well shit how many deer have we dragged out together <laughs> all of them all of them. That's all right. them
2: i mean there's something special about those type of moments i mean austin's helped me pull out some white tails Clint helped me pull out that muley <laughs> which was like by the way check out uh peterson's bow hunting and, and Next issue. yeah dude Next like session. that's I mean, it's hard to beat that memory for me. Like that's mm-hmm. cemented into my hard brain of like suck and camaraderie and emotion. You know, like yeah, on one on another level that you just can't really explain. But yeah, it's like you're right. It's like it, the more blood trails you can go on with your buddies, the mm-hmm. better. And it doesn't always work out. Like honestly, the the range of hunting properties that we all cover as a crew Oof. is fucking massive. Oh. Yeah. Like we're talking yeah. eight hours to 20-something hours for our Western trips to... I mean, there's times where I might be four or five hours hunting from where Doug and Eric are hunting. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And two to three hours, maybe three hours sometimes, from where Austin and Ross are hunting. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think probably the perception to a lot of the locals of our crew is that we all hunt right within 10 minutes of our house. Not true. Like, until this last year, I didn't hunt within an hour of my Mm -hmm. home Mm -hmm. right you know some some things have changed for me in the last two weeks that we're going to talk about here on some upcoming podcasts that allow me to hunt closer to my house now but uh but yeah i mean so it's hard for us to always be with each other Mm -hmm. when someone shoots a deer plus you add in politics of well it's a permission piece i can't have anybody else there Mm -hmm. so i have to just like Sweat it out and drag this yeah. deer out when I can't or you know what I mean? Or whatever it may be. Yep. Um but yeah, the more you can go on and the more you can be with your buddies and help them drag deer out, the better I think the experiences are. Yep. yep. Yeah, but.
4: for sure. And it's sad the people that don't like it was crazy to me the amount of people that were like, So you and Devin didn't have tags when you went with Kurt? I'm like, No, it was just Kurt. And they're like, What the fuck would you guys go for? And I'm like, What do you mean? Like <laughs> yeah, in my mind, yeah, like, like I'm I wanna like, be there. Yeah. I'm like, Damn, that's a shitty friend. Yeah. Like like Europe, I mean, I, I vividly can remember telling a guy on Instagram, I'm like, wow. I'm like, you'd be a fucked up hunting partner. And he <laughs> like, put a bunch of laughing faces, and I'm like, no, well, not, for real. Not, not to, just,
2: to only yeah. mention, like, a harder-to-draw tag.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's in one of the most sought-after units in the West to go hunt. Yeah, you know, and that's what's know. cool
3: about the crew we built, because if you ask anyone to go on that hunt with you, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: We're, we're, well, like, oh, we're yeah, like we're all, yeah. all of us actively yeah. I think are building points to draw that unit again. You know what happens? The next person that draws that unit's going to yeah. be like, "Hey, a couple of you guys want to go with to help me glass up deer and pack out and do this yeah. the same shit you and Devin right. did." Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, if I'm in that loop, yeah, I'll go again." Yeah. I mean, I'll be a little more prepared, but it's like you don't you don't do so much, but the yeah. suck is what makes it so memorable. Yeah. Oh yeah, I sure. can't wait
4: to shoot it. A- a buck down in that hell hole and then make you pack him out. It's going to be
2: fun. <laughs> I owe you one. <laughs> yeah. I owe you. And, uh, I owe you. The greatest one. part about that was I'm like, I wouldn't have wanted that to be any easier. Though.
4: No, yeah. no, no, no. it was great. We're packing out. And Kurt's like, dude, like I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> but, like, fuck going up this mountain. <laughs> the fuck out. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm oh like, I'd do it again tomorrow. And he's like, there's not enough money on I, this mountain right now for me to fucking do this again. And I'm like, 5,000 bucks to go back down up. He goes, Nope, not enough. I'm like, What? But now he'd do it for a dollar. Oh, yeah.
2: Do it for a dollar. Now yeah. I would, yeah. It Absolutely.
4: Do it in, like, in, that's the, what's in cool. the
2: moment. No. In the moment when my feet were hot and had hot spots, I get off. I'm like, Yeah, fuck that, man. <laughs> but I do remember like, the, the memory of Clint was legit carving out footpaths for us. I was in the middle, and then we all had the deer on our back yep. in different quarters and sections, you know, and then Devin's behind me. I remember Devin, I've talked about this like three or four times yeah. on the podcast, Devin huffing behind me and going, Kurt, this sucks for me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one will ever know how steep this mountain no. is, no matter how many times you talk about it. Not until you're there. He goes, he goes just know this sucks yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. And you're with a fucking mountain goat. And we're with a mountain goat. But I remember Devin <laughs> like saying,
1: like, this sucks, but enjoy it. Oh, right. for sure, and yeah. he's right though like
2: it sucked yeah you're ass. only gonna
1: get so many of those packs in your oh, lifetime yeah. so you better yeah. you better drink yeah. it up when it's happening but yeah.
2: in the moment i wasn't thinking enjoy right. this like i was right. kind of like i just want to get to the get fucking top it. i'm get just it. gonna yeah. through die just yeah. gonna get through this yeah i just want to jump back down there <laughs> but but that's... there's something valuable in that like even when you're huffing out a whitetail right and oh, yeah. you're that doing sucks. the yeah. one two three all right heave 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 okay stop stop everyone's breathing like Soak that shit up. That sucks, but enjoy those moments because they don't happen often. Yep. They don't. Yep. It's kind of sad a little bit. Oh, yes,
4: it is. is. I remember packing that bull out in Utah, and I know I posted the video. I got the whole cape, the head. It looked like
2: fucking misery is what it looked like. You've seen that
4: video? Oh, 100%. 100%, And Devin was begging me. He's like, dude, he's like, this is steep as fuck. He's like, just let me take it part way." I said, no, man. I'm like, I want to get to the top and know that from the bottom – 1200 fucking feet of vert straight up like i want to no. know like i i'm like once we get to the top then you can take it for a little while i'm like because it's 130 pounds i'm like it's fucking heavy like i'm not gonna yeah it's a lot dude. bullshit like it's like <laughs> putting doug on my back and going up the fucking hill you know what i mean like because
2: doug only weighs a buck 30 Well, yeah, what well the hell? <laughs> uh,
4: whatever he's a buck 45 what? whatever the hell he is close, but close you know and Devin's like dude just fucking it's, it's fine i'm like Mm-mm. like i, 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 I get i just, just want to do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and i knew once i got up there i'd be like I'm happy so. that you sucked that whole fucking way up. I'm like, this sucks so bad, but you're going to be thankful that you did. It. And I was, I was like, super pumped that I did not. Did you hand it off when you get the top? Oh fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, Devin's like, hey, he's like, let me run it out this ridge. I'm like, fuck, yep, I'll take. You go. I'm, and but Devin had 80 pounds, but yeah. what what sucks carrying out a bull is it's not really the weight; it's the Fucking
3: awkwardness. It, yeah, are, it, it's shits getting
2: hung care. up on yeah. everything. Oh my yeah. god! Like yeah, that, that was sucks. the
4: part that you know, Jason and Devin like that get was, it
2: tied up clean yeah. and all that. Yeah. And
4: like that day, I had Ty and Easton, and I had Wade and I had Devin and Jason. Like all of. I mean, it was like it sucked. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it fucking it was twice as hard as what we did on yours because of the weight. Oh, and yeah. having a fucking bull on my back, but. I mean, I loved it though because once I got up there, I'm like, I'm looking down and I'm like, "Don't man. happen
2: very often either." Right? No, I, wish I was I gonna had,
4: say, yeah. I'm like, Fruh. I wish I had a
2: horse. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Chris, how many how many blood trails or drags do you think, if you had to put a number on, do you do a year? Uh, just to put this in perspective.
0: Uh, I mean, depends on the year. Last year, last year, I probably went on four or five, but I my year last year was just unbelievably lucky and insane um but i mean on a normal year i try to go i mean i'll go on every single one that i can i think the year before i probably went on 10 Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good amount yeah yeah, Yeah, it is.
2: and earlier in the podcast you mentioned i'm kind of switching gears a little bit you mentioned like you know wolfpack outdoors like you guys do a little bit of everything and Mm -hmm. um you do a little bit you dabble in trapping a little bit so so this year so
0: illinois illinois has a bobcat tag program and they only give out so many tags so they give out a thousand tags and
2: so how do you go about like applying for a bobcat tag?
0: so it's on an, it's on a draw you put it on you put it on the illinois website um pay your five dollar fee i think it is and you get it back
1: if
2: I, I believe. Can you apply you any time for that?
1: Uh, I think it's during a certain a yeah. Certain there's a certain time, draw window. Certain, I gotta apply. Yeah, it's t- it's easy to miss it. I think I missed it the last year.
2: Is it open yet? Is
1: it, I don't think it's open yet. I think when it, you apply, I think, it text I me it, and be
2: like, "Hey, Kurt, apply." I
1: i think it it
0: opens up. It's like in, August in or September or something like because, that. Because yeah. the season opens up in November, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I got lucky and I drew a tag this year. Um. I, I had a couple properties that do, I mean, we'll occasionally we'll get a picture of a bobcat or anything, and they're getting more and more prevalent around. And I ended up, uh, I talked to a friend of mine who is just a, he's a professional trapper. And I said, hey, I want to try, try to trap one. I know there's one on this property and everything. A friend of mine got me per- permission to be on it. Everything <clears throat> he helped me kind of get into it. And he went out there and helped me set some stuff up. And, you know, just like anything else, if you're to learn anything, you look up, it up on Google and YouTube and everything. YouTube. I watched, you know, a 100 videos on, you know, this, you could do this and this method or this bait. And, you know, this works really well. And I honestly just got unbelievably lucky. And... The, the the cat had actually walked through like I think ten days before Just, I actually caught it
4: leg hold or snare yeah or it, was, it was, it was or,
0: yeah it was in a, it was in an actual uh, uh, 550 offset 550, yeah yep. hell yeah and uh, we I had I don't know seven traps in this yep. in this one area and she had walked through it I believe like seven days beforehand or eight days beforehand and I actually had a footprint right next to the trap bed oh oh shit. And so I would missed her by, I mean, literally inches. Yep, and, By a uh, foot. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But would, they, but they you, ended up... Uh, did you sift I over? I wish I had yeah. my buttons yeah. ready. Yeah. So yeah. I feel
4: like with Bobcats, like box, yeah. I mean... Like I grew up trapping. Yeah. Was like yeah. they're so oh, finicky. Dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I loved it. It was a hell. That's a fucking chess game. Oh there. my god. Trapping. Yeah. I was is a, a, I was addicted oh, to it.
0: My wife hated it because every night after work, I, I, yep. was, I was going straight out there. Checking, Your wife clearly everything. does not
2: suck. If she's like, my you. wife
0: is a saint. For some reason, she puts up with me. Bless but, her heart. If you're listening. Um, but yeah, they they ended up. Uh, she the cat came by and then she ended up coming back by and I had a video cell cam on it and. I got one picture and we were sitting downstairs with my in-laws at my house and I got a picture and then another and another and another and another. And I was like, I was like, what is the hell? And I look at it and I said, uh, it's pretty good size. I said, I wonder what the hell that is. And I finally got, a, I saw that little stubby tail and I lost it. And nice. my my in-laws are like, what the hell just happened? And he's like, I think he just caught a bobcat. And I called my buddy that got me on the, that helped me yep. with the, on the property get on the property. And I said, what are you doing? And He's like, I'm drinking a beer. No, you're not. I'm nice. coming over. I got a bobcat in the trap right now. And he's like, okay. We go out there and I called my friend that's a professional trapper. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I got a bobcat in the trap chill out and i said i can't like i've got to go out there now i don't yeah. want to lose this thing i said i can't believe it be... back
4: leg would you front have leg front leg no shit
0: and uh i ended up uh nice we got out there and and my friend was holding the light and i was leaning against leaning against this tree and didn't realize it until afterwards it was a black locust and he's like you're he's like oh. you're, you're right there by the locust by the locust thorns i thought you're getting <laughs> stabbed in the eye or something and i was she was jumping around and i finally walked up to her and and Dispatcher and everything and i was like holy crap sent my buddy a picture that's the pro trapper and he's like i told some guys that you were trapping there's like there's no way in hell he's going to catch one and i said well I ended up getting it done yeah and just unbelievably lucky there was in in the county that that i live <laughs> in that i that i trapped in there was only two bobcats taken in the county oh,
2: shit. no they're, kidding no. now yeah wow. so then you drew the tag when when you find out you draw the tag Uh,
0: i think you find out in like september or october that you actually draw the tag so if
2: you don't draw the tag and you catch a bobcat you gotta let it go yep yep holy hell that's scary
0: yeah yep yep and i was not looking forward to that yeah i I probably wouldn't attract you in a a foot trap trap. yeah yeah and they say it's no big deal i like my buddy he's trapped like wolves up in like the north woods and, and everything like that and I mean, they would just go and let them go and everything. And I'm like, there's no freaking hell.
4: I mean, I've caught some, some big Tom, <laughs> yeah. big Tom cats before. Yeah. I'm like, what do
2: you yeah. do set up plywood so they don't get you and let the trap loose or something?
4: My grandpa, my dad and grandpa were, like trapped my whole life. So I grew up trapping and they, they had, I mean, they called it the fucking cat stick. Yeah. Big old fucking <laughs> yeah. Light out. You know what I mean? And you'd pin it down. Yep. Back of the neck, and I mean, you're damn near suffocated. Oh, you like pin it down, pin it down, yeah. down. then hurry up and get by the By yourself, off. though, the yeah.
3: cat stick. That's you got. That's funny. You
4: got somebody with you. You're good because somebody can <laughs> run the cat stick, and then the <laughs> other they, guy. Yeah. You're by yourself. You got to use your foot. I mean, it's a fucking, it's clusterfuck. But I mean, it's, it's all you got, you dude. I need to, I
2: need to really apply for that tag because one of the properties I hunt, and I didn't see a, I've never seen a bobcat until three years ago now i see them every year Yeah. yeah. and, and actually, there's and actually, a monster on a piece i'm hunting
0: and it, it, my dad and i both actually drew this is first year that he actually applied for it him and i both drew the tag and there was one on some ground that we hunt that we hunt we had like i think two or three pictures of it never saw it. of course the year before dad had it walk in front of him i think four or five times within bow range because he wanted to get one with a bow mm-hmm. and i would have taken one with a bow if i could have got you know shot at it or seen one mm-hmm. but um it was one of those <laughs> things like he ended up he ended up not being able to get one, not being able to fill it, and so if you draw in Illinois too, so this next year I can't apply. So if you draw the tag, oh. then you got to wait a year oh, you before gotta, you can apply yeah, again. Yeah, yep, yep.
2: Yep. no kidding. I could have shot one last year at twenty yards on the ground in a ground blind, and I saw its head was like basking in the sun. I'm like, oh my god, there's a coyote right here, and I'm like looking. I'm like, that's a bobcat. So I just got <laughs> you know I just got out my phone and I'm filming it, and I'm like, holy shit, that's a big cat. Yep. So. 20 yards could have shot it can't believe it then the other day i'm it, it was random we were in my ranger me ross and Isla may my daughter sitting in the middle and we come around this bend we're just on one of the pieces uh ross was i was wanting to show ross some things as he's doing some land work for the guy who owns the ground and we were just cruising this piece and we come around the bend my daughter goes dad look like she's so she's young. She don't right. know what she's seeing. And Ross goes, oh, look, um, a coyote. And he goes, that's a bobcat. And so I take off in the ranger and we get up. It bounces into the woods, bounces back out 20 yards, looks back at us and then dives right in. And I'm like, I don't You just saw a freaking yeah. unicorn yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. that does not happen. Yeah, like they're so cool, too. They are so amazing. Cool. Oh, yeah. They're just cool all around. Yeah
0: because we we took it home or i took it home and it was real cold that night
2: what do your in-laws think uh
0: so they my wife does not come from any type of hunting or anything my father-in-law used to fish a lot um but they i don't know they guess they humor me and everything and they wanted to see the cat and everything whenever i brought it home so i brought it home later than garage floor for the night so the kids could see it the next morning and everything they wanted to come up and pet it and everything and yeah and uh um but they they looked at it they're like oh that is pretty neat and they i think it's more of a humor and thing and they like to see that and everything but
2: yeah that's cool though yeah yep hey you're into something well, yep yeah yep exactly. that's cool it, it man be a lot of the worst things so. and you got a, a yeah. badass mount of it and stuff yep yep lady lady <laughs> down by the
0: ozarks actually um she she's the one that mounted it for me i i searched all over i didn't want to be i saw a lot of bad bobcat mounts and i was like if i'm gonna spend money on this one time i'm just gonna spend the money on somebody that does it really good and yeah. she does a handmade form uh, wrapped wrapped in everything um and it's just unbelievable cats, unbelievable cats are hard yeah i've seen a lot that predators are bad mountain lions bobcats
4: are probably yeah. the two worst the bears face, too faces yep. and yep. then That's bears the face. would probably be the next one I predators man
2: they get that look in their eye yep but i saw that girl that you you showed me her instagram she has yep. a lot of pets and yeah, that's risky to, because well, yeah. everybody knows their pet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, good yeah. point. The Imagine exact, if your dog do. died, and you wanted to get mounted, it look, didn't, if it didn't look, look like yeah. your dog, yeah. you yeah. know it. That ain't my dog. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. That insane. ain't
4: mine. <laughs> that ain't my dog.
2: <laughs> you want to hear I'm, a uh, a nightmare story? Real quick, I'll tell it very, very fast. If you want to hear a pet taxidermy nightmare story, um, the first taxidermist I mean, I might have told this back in the day, but the I know f- you've told this before. The I don't
3: know if it's been on a podcast or not, but
2: The first taxidermist that we ever went to um, locally in our area, I asked him because I wanted to go to taxidermy school um, at the time. I was pretty young. I was like, do you do pets and stuff? Like, just curious, you know, like not because I wanted to do them. I was just wondering if he ever did them. He goes, you know, I used to because it's really good money. He goes, because people are like, they're willing to just spend the money because it's like a passion thing. They're grieving and whatever. They just spend the money. And he goes, what happened was he goes, these people dropped off this dog and I was telling them i sure you want to do this because this is the process. I have to skin out the dog, yada, yada, yada. They've, they, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to do it. We want to do it. They leave. First thing he does, start, start skinning it out. It, yeah. Well, they turn come around, back. change their mind, oh, no. walk in on him skinning their dog <laughs> 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 in the front room of his taxidermy <laughs> shop and just Oof. come unglued. Yeah. yeah. He goes, I will never touch any type of pet tax <laughs> well, to ever again. After. I don't know.
3: I but like to be honest with you, I would never have
2: my pet. What no. the fuck oh, are yeah. you going
3: to do with yeah. that? Yeah. I don't even know anyone that has a pet taxi. I don't right? either. Uh, I don't either.
2: No. Oh, I do. It's like a weird old person thing. I have a
4: buddy at home, his wife got their cat mounted
1: yeah, well, she's a fucking nuts. Guaranteed. <laughs> and she's I'm going to a- get my dog made into one of those like floppy pillows, so I can still bring him in bed with me and cuddle with him.
4: You just lost a listener, <laughs> Kurt, because she listens. I'm not going to say her name on here, but she's a hey, listener.
1: Tighten up, girl.
2: You know what I'm saying? No, you
4: know what's crazy? You know what she said? What? She wanted it mounted. It's it's kind of fucked up. She's like, I want my pussy to look at me all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 pretty funny.
2: I mean, yeah, man, but come on. You just, I thought it was ballsy. Just turn your pet into it's a leather. Cat.
4: She put it up on her mantle, like it's like it looks like a bobcat or a, like a lion mount. Yeah, it's like leaning over the edge. You know who's got a fucked up taxidermy story, and he's probably never told it. And I should have had him do it because I just did a podcast with him,
2: Joe. The the hide the mule deer white oh tail. Oh
4: my god! I mean, he called me. I got Nat
2: enraged. Was... We, we need to probably save that for oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah. will yeah, save that one.
4: I'll, 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 here's all I'm gonna say. It is a. <laughs> Fucked up story. He called me when he found out. Like it, I was on the road going on a trip somewhere, and he's like, "I need to vent. I need to just. I need to cut loose. I want someone to listen. I don't want you to say a word." I'm like, "Damn!" You called the wrong guy. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> scared. I was scared. I'm like, "What did you Jesus?" Do? I'm what like, did "You do you <laughs> getting divorced or what? Well, I, I was scared. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" If I'm
2: thinking of the right story, imagine shooting a buck. No, this you. You're on it. Yeah, you're the right. It's- okay, and then getting it back. And it not being not, the, same the same species it's not of... not
4: the same species. <laughs> oh and that's God. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. It's a story for
2: Joe to tell. And, and no, mind only. you,
4: Joe's... I mean, Joe's Joe. You know, he's hard... I mean, even when he's in a bad mood, which Just is hardly to... ever, it's, it's usually not that bad. He is... I should have recorded it. He's, I would have fucking
2: shot oh, it. it. He's like ready to fucking kill. Imagine everybody. shooting an elk and you get it back, and there's a caribou hide on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and,
4: and, and we're gonna leave it at
3: that <laughs> because
2: confusion when I shot. Yeah.
4: Wait a minute, what did I do again?
2: Yeah,
4: I wish I would have thought of this because, I mean, he'll and he'll tell it great. Like, I mean, it was. What we'll to I'll bring never that out next it. time he's on? Yeah, I'll Damn. never forget him calling me and being like, "I just need someone to listen because I'm ready to fucking kill the world," and I'm like, "Ooh."
2: go world. ahead i'm your guy i'm your guy i'll listen but yeah that <laughs> was a good guy.
4: analogy imagine shooting a big bull and it comes back as a big caribou bull not a big elk yeah
2: how, how, what's your wife think of the mountain stuff she loves it good. she was
0: whenever we whenever i took it down there i had an idea of what i wanted to do and the lady put the um put the fence post that i caught the cat right next to like right on oh, dude, right with a mountain and everything and it's just that's i mean cool. amazing and uh when I got it home. She was kind of looking at. it. She's like, "It's big," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's big." But I said, "I said we're gonna put it over here. We have this one wall in our house. I said we doesn't have anything on it. I said it's perfect. We'll just put mm-hmm. it up here." And I hung it up, and she's like, "I don't know." And then the, <laughs> other, day, then the other day, she texts me. She's like, "That bobcat's really cool." She's like, reluctantly really cool. supportive. Yeah. 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 And my 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 boy, he's he keeps looking at it. And he's like he's like, "Oh, look at daddy's bobcat he got." And he, he was actually. She texted me earlier. She's like, "Yeah, he was he was, he was telling the cat today, Leo." Our cat, he's like, yeah, our cat's named Leo. He's like, Leo, did you see the bobcat that daddy brought home?
2: <laughs> Leo's
1: like, Yeah, yeah I, see I see it. it. I Leo's think.
2: not impressed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah. A dead cat gets more attention than I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Your really family's cool. into it and stuff. I want to yep. see
4: a picture of that mount because those are absolutely, absolutely. I uh, got a ton of it. A buddy of mine he trapped a really a big male. Yeah. And he's got it to where he's lifting up his, it's like the front left. He's in the trap. Oh, that looks cool as shit. Let me see it again. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, I didn't see it yet. He did like this custom oh, form wow. where the bobcats lunging back. He just, yeah, wow. he just, really, got, really just got caught and yeah. he's lifting the trap up and he's got, uh, dude, it's yeah, fucking insane. cool. And not I'm bad. like, if I would ever in Ohio, chances are, I'm not, I mean, I see that it is cool, but like yeah. chances are, I'm probably never get the trap on there. Right. But if I ever did, I would, I mean, and can you shoot a bobcat in Iowa? Yeah. Iowa? Yeah, but it's after, so you just
3: need a fur bearer's tag. But per county, like some counties, you can't shoot them. You like Scott, oh, county. it's
4: not statewide for you guys. No,
3: it's just statewide here in,
2: uh, in
0: Illinois. Uh, I, I don't think you can do a Cook County, I want to say. You or, can shoot actually yeah, maybe, I can't. Maybe maybe
2: after, um, oh, got two conversations going on in one podcast. Sorry. <laughs> where is it November Fuck, that's pretty 5th or something? You gotta wait till November 5th and
3: then you can shoot them somewhere in there. Yeah, oh, it's weird. See, I'm like oh. a pat, bi- but mine's a I saw a badger last year mm. on my property so that'd, that, be, that'd that was, be wild. And that was the first time I ever seen a badger so I'm like, here's the thing. You kill that badger. Can you kill Can you kill it? Yeah, but it's the same thing. You got to wait till like November or something.
2: You shoot that badger for a full year,
3: full mount centerpiece on the studio yes. table. Dude, badgers are oh. awesome. They're so cool looking. And they're like super rare in our area too, so I'm like, yeah. when I seen it I thought it was a skunk almost cuz they kind of have that white tin yeah. on top, you know. Yeah. It, it, but he was just walking real weird like a bulldog. And I'm like, is yeah. it a skunk or not? And I'm like, the
4: fuck is that?
3: <laughs> and it's way past shooting hours, you know, but I see him coming across and that's a fucking badger. <laughs> what the and hell? And then he ends up five feet from my tree and I'm like, and then he walks out where I got to walk. I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to have to fight a badger. <laughs> past this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the badger's going to have to fucking catch his I think, hands, I think you know?
4: like porcupines and badgers yeah. and shit, like, All they're just so. cool. Like, yeah. porcupines are, they're Doug fucking could
3: have had a porcupine. They're wild.
4: I Porcupine, porcupines are mean. There's one in I my, was fucking there's one in my bait one. barrel. I was pissing around with one all oh, up at the camp, yeah. my bear camp. I was pissing around with one in Utah. <laughs> it was around. it was like middle of the day. I'm elk hunting. Bored. We're mess with yeah, bored. <laughs> nothing a nap. going on. He just I guess comes. they chew
2: through like They'll chew through leather saddles. And oh shit. yeah,
4: he just comes Jeez. bebopping along, and I'm like, man, this thing's docile. Like it does not uh. give a fuck. It'll just ball up, and I'm like, I just want to see, like you know, Sonic. So I take an arrow out. Sonic. I got one of my. Like small game heads on one of my, er- and I'm just like fucking around, like you know, like dude.
3: <laughs>
1: What are you just sitting there with you? Well,
4: I'm just like pissing her out that you know, and it's all balled up, like it's just like, hey, dude, leave me alone, like you know, I'm kind of showing my quills, Give kind me of not. and I'm like, yeah, this thing's like you know, it's not gonna fucking do anything, like whatever. I go to leave, and it had like gotten tired, I guess, of me fucking with it, and like I, it, like they'll hiss, they like make this like weird. I hear, I like, I heard... I heard something. I turn around. And it's, like, fucking standing up and it's, like, and making this weird ass. And I'm, like, you little motherfucker. Like, I'm, like, like, you weren't doing anything. I go to walk away and now you want to be a hard ass. I'm, like, okay, badass. I'm, like, all right, badass. Here we go. Like, I'm walking away and he's, like, fuck you. Like, I'm, but I'm going to show you now. It's, like, their bellies and everything. Like, you, you know, I didn't get to actually see it until then, which I'm glad he did what he did. Because, like, underneath it's, like, a, looks like a silk patch. Like, it's weird. Like, you know. You see all the quills and like they're just rough as hell looking, but like up underneath. But like when predators kill them, that's what they have to go go for. for Soft spot. And it's oh, they say it's soft like a pillow. Hmm. I didn't really go up and touch it. It's a loin loin cloth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, though, they're pretty big. I mean, Hmm. like, and I was telling. Poor. I
2: Cupid. Yeah,
4: poor. <laughs> I was telling Devin about it, and Devin's like, "Dude, he's like, they can you know talking really about really aggressive and get like mean, you know." Poor. And I'm like, Cupine. So I probably shouldn't have been like fucking with him. He's like, No. He's like, I mean, like they they can get like pissed off quick. I'm like, He like hissed, but that was it, you know. Like, yeah, didn't really like do anything else. <laughs> And here I am over there. Hey fucking hey buddy, what are you it's doing? Backwards. Do something. <laughs> 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 stick,
3: see what happens. Do something cool. Yeah, do something cool.
4: <laughs> he, he runs over and bites my ankle yeah. off like a I die on the mountain from a porcupine. Yeah, porcupine. <laughs> I, I bleed out. <laughs> Let's find a bite mark and some quills in yeah. there. Jason and Devin come find me three days later <laughs> and there I am chewed to death from fucking porcupine. Was that on
2: Family Feud? Yeah. Yeah. Pork. <laughs> Cupine.
4: Pork, cupine. I know I've heard that, that before, yeah. but I didn't I I didn't know where it comes it's from. from like,
3: are you pulling up the clip? I'm trying to find it. Pork. It's from like pork. a family feud when they're like a pork and then blank. Yeah. And so cupine. there's like pork and the guy's like Coupine. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard that? I just no. saw it the other day on TikTok <laughs> or something. and yeah. shit. Point values have double. Here we go. Top six
1: answers are on the board. Name something that follows the word pork. <laughs> <laughs> lawn. Huh? Lawn.
2: Lawn. Pork lion. Pork lion. 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 The hell is a pork lawn? <laughs> I thought
1: you said lawn like grass outside. I was going, what the hell is a pork Lawn! Lion. <laughs>
3: But how long is this video? It's a nice guy, thank you. Yeah, okay,
0: nice I the guy. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> better be good. Big build up here. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> There's good. It's
3: probably not that funny. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh lord!
1: <laughs> but now, name something that follows the word pork. You pie. <laughs> <laughs> He had time to think about it too.
4: Right now everyone's like we're fucking turning this episode off. <laughs> you pine.
1: You back. He said
4: such confidence too. I'm to
2: <laughs> <He> said, <"Q-pie."> <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That guy's really regretting that. <sighs> That's what you get into yeah. when you come into the working class, We should go on water, that man. show. Oh, God. oh that'd It'd be, be a freaking family <laughs> feud the uh, podcast be wcb family feud it be would bad. never
4: air it would never make
3: yeah, it <laughs> that's a good
2: point well chris thank you for coming in man absolutely absolutely anything you want to shout out anyone uh where can people find you anything like that uh we've got a
0: instagram instagram page uh wolfpack outdoors i think mine's chris j something uh um, I post basically all the stuff on, on that page and I just, I mean, my page is basically just, you know, family stuff and everything like that, but, cool, man. um, cool, cool. yeah, that's basically where we have anything that we post and stuff like that. So
2: cool. Well, I enjoyed the conversation. I think yeah, everybody yeah, did here. It was yeah. fun. Um, appreciate it. I think there's a lot to get into with you, man. Like, I think you're a little more in depth when it comes to podcasting. You're a great guest for that. So appreciate it. I hope you'll come back and chat with us and, uh, I'm glad to have you back. Glad to work on the studio first. Hey, you.
0: hey. Just put me to yeah, work. Thanks system. for that tall enough. I can't sit here. <laughs> yeah, he's,
2: he's tall enough. Yeah. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. That big benefit putting in a new sound system. I hear the Plus. sound system getting started up out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was
4: beating a little bit
2: ago. <laughs> Anybody want to add anything? Nope fun podcast a lot to think about on this one yeah a little more into the archery game than i thought we'd get but that's fun sad i missed
4: the i I wish i'd have been for i like that show up sooner next time i know fuck it was only a nine-hour drive i should have got my lazy ass left i should have got work done earlier and
2: speed put people's lives at danger you know get here quicker
4: i I cut i cut 52 minutes off
2: 52 it's always a contest that's impressive
4: that's that's really good I'm not going to lie, I was going 80, wow. and a lot of 55s because I was just like, I am so tired of driving. You
2: just got to go sometimes. Sometimes you just got to go. Pretend like it's the West. Everyone As the
4: Lord would say, and he, I quote this from our text messages: fucking hammer down. Hammer down. <laughs> hammer yeah.
2: down. Give her the beans. Lead foot. Anybody want anything? You know what to do: go shoot your bow. We love you guys. Thanks for being here.